G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. The Story so each week that I'd come to, to see him and we would chat, I would check his progression. But then on the drive up, I would think about my week and reflect on it and the things that I wanted to share with Eric. And I just started stripping things out because when you're going through what he's going through, a lot of things just don't become important. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Today, we have one that came about largely because of a listener's persistence. Carol Benson made contact with us several times, in fact, and said her friend Eric Ludwig is in the final stages of motor neuron disease, or MND, and has been composing some pretty special music that he would like to share with our listeners. Eric Scadabo in our Melbourne office followed up on the request and discovered a very special story of a man in his final days letting his light shine for all to see and having a profound impact on everyone who comes in contact with him. And the music is extremely special as well. Carol's husband, Scott Benton, set up a time for Eric Scadabo to have a chat with Eric Ludwig and his music therapist, Stephen Scoff. And here now is that spontaneous conversation. At this point, we want to introduce you to Eric's friend, Scott. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Eric. Glad to have you with us. And why was it so important for your wife, Carol, to contact us and ask us to interview Eric? Well, as you touched on in, in the introduction, Eric is in, in very advanced stages of MND, and he's quite the wordsmith himself, but uh, with no physical movement at the moment and talking and breathing difficult, he reached out to my wife, Carol, to, to put the words together so that she could reach out to you and explain that Eric has uh, written some, some really beautiful songs and he wanted them shared. Okay. So he asked Carol to, to write the, the introductory letter and, uh, and here we are today. So we're very pleased with the way it's all, all come together. So thank you very much. No worries. And how do you know Eric yourself? Eric and I, we go back to primary school. We, we started together in, in, in prep. So we're just before uh, we were five, so that's 1970 we started. And we lived in the, in the local area, and we went to, to secondary school together. So there's 12, 13 years of uh, schooling and, and down the beach and the local life-saving club and, and just the other things you do when you're, when you're that age. And then uh, Eric moved away. He moved to, to the warmer climate of Queensland, and I stayed in Melbourne, and we've recently reconnected maybe four or five years ago uh, when Eric came back with the MND. And, uh, so it was after he was diagnosed that you reconnected? Yeah, yeah. That's, he, he came back to Melbourne after he's diagnosed. And we've reconnected on a different level. You know, that, uh, that superficial physical activity is gone and it's, uh, it's a spiritual connection now. And uh, I come up and, and break up his day and, and we talk and uh, we just analyze the Bible or uh, the teachings of, of Ravi Zacharias. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read... Um, Ravi's book to him, and, and we stop and debate and, and discuss. And talk about theological things? Absolutely, and it's a, very much a different connection now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very theological. Ravi's 
Well, I, I should explain that that is Eric Ludwig himself. You are at his palliative care hospital. Is that right? We are, yeah. Well, it's not quite palliative. He's in his chair, and we're in the chapel, actually, at the Bethlehem Hospital in uh, Caulfield, which is in the southeast of, of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a nice, quiet place to come and reflect and, and to talk. And so, as you mentioned, Eric is in his final stages of MND. Could we uh, chat just a little bit with Eric. I know it's difficult for him to talk at this stage. Absolutely. Um, I think the hard part's going to be getting him to stop. But uh, <laughs> he, he, he has he a has lot to so say, huh? He, to, he has so much he wants to say. But you have to be aware he's got a breathing mask on mm-hmm. and uh, he'll take a breath and close his mouth while he takes that breath and then he'll talk again. So here we go. Here's Eric. Welcome to the program, Eric Ludwig. Hey, good day, Eric. How are you? Thank you for joining us. No worries. What would you like to ask? So, did you become a Christian after being diagnosed with MND? No. I was always a believer, but I did not put a lot of attention into it until after. I got the MND and then when I got diagnosed I got so scared and terrified that I lived a wasteful life. So your relationship with the Lord grew closer after your diagnosis? Oh yeah took six months. I can. So he was saying, as he's got sick, his physical world has shrunk, and the other realm has opened up, and it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, God spoke, and he heard the words in his head that um, uh, he'd been forgiven for his sins. So that led to a huge weight off his shoulders and uh, a great relief. And then about a month after that, there was an awareness that he had a Lord and Saviour. Wonderful. And how did the songwriting come up? The surprising thing was that it didn't come up sooner, actually. But then he met Stefan, the, the music therapist here at Bethlehem Hospital. And uh, so when he met Stefan, he had someone that he could click, he clicked with straight away and he was able to collaborate with and, and turn what was in his head into something that's uh, external and recorded and and Stefan's been great with his skills, also with mastering the music and, and helping Eric get what he needs out. Okay, at this point, can we welcome Stefan to the program? Absolutely. Stefan? Hey, how are you doing, Eric? Real good. Thank you so much for taking a few moments to chat with us today. My pleasure. Can you kind of explain what you do there at the Calvary Healthcare Bethlehem Palliative Care Hospital? Boy, that's yeah. a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're a team of music therapists here. Um, there are many pr- music therapy programs, but I'm going to focus on the part that I'm a, uh, I'm a part of, which mm-hmm. is the inpatient program. And what we do is we use the power of music to help people cope with what they're going through or help people express what they'd like to express. And you probably know that already, but music has this power that exceeds yes. pretty much any other means of expression that we have. Mm -hmm. And Eric adds a gift from God 
And so how does it work? So Eric came to you and kind of shared that he wanted to write some songs? No. Well, I'm a part of, I see inpatients, so I go and knock on, on patients' doors as they're here. And Eric has, had been here for a while before I saw you first time. And um, I thought it would be good to meet him. So I went and I think it was outside. Was it outside? I don't remember. Yeah, because <laughs> Eric, he, t- he he likes to, he's got his wheelchair, so he wheels out in the sun when he can, so into uh-huh. the garden. Yep. Uh, and I I approached him, and um, I said, how about some music therapy? And he said, play your heart. And he said, play something original. He didn't want to hear the covers. Uh-huh. So I did, and he liked what he heard. And it kind of evolved from playing music uh, to Eric, though. It was a couple of sessions, and then we started talking about writing our own stuff. Uh, I guess he felt confident enough that we could actually express what he really uh, is adamant to express. Yeah, did did you know that he was a songwriter earlier in his life? Yeah, he told me in, in, in early in the session that he'd been performing and writing his own music and even recording. So, um, yeah, I had that uh, knowledge fairly early on. Mm-hmm. And, and it was also very adamant. I could hear that immediately when we started to write songs. Eric has a clear intent, both lyrics are pretty much done when we start, whereas sometimes with other patients, I have to guide the whole process. Yeah. Eric knows exactly what he wants to share and what is important for everyone to get out of the music. So he would have the words pretty much ready, and then we would elaborate and, and collaborate in kind of putting the heart onto it because uh, yeah. so people can connect to it on the emotional level. Yeah, so if I'm understanding this correctly, this is just something that you do as part of your role there as a music therapist. That's correct. So you would kind of help people express themselves through music, what's on their heart. Yeah, that's correct. But in Eric's case, because he is a musician himself and has written songs in the past, you're saying he was a bit ahead of the process. Yeah, I would want my patients to be as involved as possible in the process. And Eric, having all the knowledge that he has already, allowed him to be involved in pretty much all stages of the songwriting process, from making very fine decisions on what chords to play. And I could play up ideas with him, and he would go, yeah, oh, that's good, well, ah, and and the other way around. So we would really spar, and it would be like uh, almost like a, like a firestorm of ideas. Like, it, 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 would, it would take... Sometimes just an hour to write a song. Wow. And the whole process, as Eric says it, is inspired by Christ. Wow. Now, Stefan, is Eric unique among uh, the people that you've collaborated with? Absolutely. He's How unique so? in his... Eric is unique because he's got musical skills that, that go beyond the average. Yeah, yeah. So he's not limited by his body in the sense of ideas and the way he can communicate to me how he would like the songs to evolve. And then there is the faith element, where's the message of the song. He's adamant that there's no compromise there, like the songs are there to lift the hearts of people. And on a personal level, what impact has he had on your life? Oh, uh, uh, an amazing impact. Um, I've never met anyone with such clarity and I've never met anyone who would suffer 
with such a big heart. You're listening to The Story. And today we've been hearing music therapist Stephen Scoff talking about his collaborations with Eric Ludwig, who was in the final stages of MND. Next, we'll listen to some of the music they've made together and we'll also hear about the impact Eric's been having on people at the hospital. All when we return. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax. You're listening to The Story. Today we're hearing the amazing story of Eric Ludwig, who was in the final stages of motor neuron disease, but is still able to compose some pretty special music with the help of his music therapist, Stephen Scoff. As we heard in the first half of the conversation, because of the advanced stages of the disease, speaking is extremely difficult for Eric. But Stephen and Eric's friend, Scott Benson, have been doing most of the talking for him. Next, we're going to hear some of the music Eric and Stephen have composed. But first, Eric has a poem for us. I live on a razor. I live on a razor with death on my shoulder. So poise with waiting intent. Is this what you meant? Is this what you meant? Dear Lord, when you said. Dear Lord, when you said, my weakness is really your strength. Wow. Wow, that's that's very good. Yeah, that's Eric's poem. Wow. So he obviously is very mentally astute, even though he's having trouble speaking. Oh, without a doubt. Without the machine. Without the machine. I've got two digits. I've got two minutes. Yeah, so if the machine here is turned off, Eric's got two minutes to live. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, so they breathe for him. And, Stefan, I wanted to ask you, what impact is Eric having on the other patients there? It's funny. You should mention it because there has been sessions where we've been writing these songs and they've been coming in listening to it. Like The songwriting that Eric is doing here at the hospital has definitely generated a lot of interest some staff, but also from some co-patients that are going through tough times. Mm-hmm. So he's encouraging others, even though he's in the middle of suffering himself. Yeah, and that is very much him in a nutshell. And that is what I, I find the most inspiring by him, is that he doesn't define himself by his limitation. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, it's not about me anymore. It's about Christ. It's about Christ. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, let's talk about one of the songs that the two of you have written together. It's called After Last Night. Can you tell us the story behind that song? This song is pretty much obvious. The song is pretty much obvious. It's just laying there thinking about what Christ went through and how did he survive that. Could you imagine even on a physical level? Mm -hmm. Can I just sit here for a while? I don't want to move I know I have to do my part There's no mystery left to solve It's a sunny day now How can this be so? 
My head is completely done in So difficult to know How did you survive the weight of your cross And save me from my own stupid loss Oh God, my God, if it's okay I'll just lay here for a while. So Eric pretty much had all the lyrics done for the song. So what we did was we uh, dove into the emotional part of it. Mm-hmm. I know why. You know why? He did it. Jesus did it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go through the journey to get to the understanding. Stayed in came for what I've done. Weep in my heart for freedom from sin There's nothing left to show where I have been The only way home is through you How did you survive the weight of your cross And save me from my own stupid loss Oh God, my God, if it's okay I'll just lay here for a while And save me from my own stupid loss Oh God, my God, if it's okay I'll just lay here for a while the music side of things, you'll find that it's quite a soothing song, almost lulling, because... <laughs> yeah, actually, we wanted to reflect the exhaustion that he would have felt. I felt And Eric feels. Thinking about him. Just thinking about him, yeah. I'm wondering, uh, Eric, how does that comfort you to know that when you meet the Lord, you have a good relationship with him, that you have peace with him? Is it giving you comfort? Oh, unbelievable. It's giving him unbelievable comfort. And Stefan, are you seeing that he has a peace in his life? Oh, beyond that. He would have all reasons to resign and not radiate what he, like the way he does, mm-hmm. but he's compassionate. He is. A big smile. <laughs> You're being a smile. Yeah, you are being a smile. So that's yeah, not so usually the case with uh, a number of patients that you deal with, Stefan? Well, I can only imagine, like, I try to understand sometimes how, I, like, I can't even begin to fathom how I would cope with those yeah. challenges. Like, I've followed, I've been writing songs with Eric as a music therapist here at Bethlehem Hospital for a year now, mm-hmm. and just about, 
Really? Yeah, for you. So um, to have had that privilege and see how his heart and his faith is kind of keeping him strong through all the trials and errors and the ups and downs that follow this horrible uh, challenge of a disease, mm-hmm. I'm in awe. Uh, I think it's uh, highly admirable. And I'm very privileged to be able to be where I am in this position where I can help him also express what is in his heart. Mm-hmm. So he can share it because that is really what's important to him as well. Mm-hmm. And to let others know about his faith? Oh, absolutely. That's the whole main reason. Mm-hmm. Like the power of, of Christ is really what he wants people not just to understand, but he wants them to feel it. Like mm-hmm. that's what music can do. You can, yeah. you, can, you, can, you can talk the words and you can be powerful in that beyond anything. But when you add the music to it, then you get a whole new layer. So thank you for having me on, Eric. Thank you so much. And Scott, I wanted to ask you, how has your knowing Eric and what he's going through, how has that impacted you in your life? I just wanted to add a little bit of clarity about what MND is. Your listeners might not fully realize, but imagine if you took an electrical cable and you took off the rubber covering, signal would leak out. So what's happening with Eric is his brain is transmitting, but the signal's leaking. And so therefore he's losing more and more movement. Mm-hmm. So I've watched Eric go through this progression starting at his feet with a walking stick into a chair and then I used to ask him to touch his head and then eventually he couldn't touch his head so now he has trouble waving his hands it's more of a horizontal movement rather than a vertical movement so so each week that I'd come to to see him and we would chat I would check his progression but then on the drive up it would take me about 40 minutes to get here I would think about my week and reflect on it and the things that I wanted to share with Eric. And I just started stripping things out because when you're going through what he's going through, a lot of things just don't become important. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the latest reality program, the interest rate, who the prime minister is. <laughs> so, so in summary, a word is cleansing. I find it very cleansing when I come to see Eric because you get left with what's important. And uh, it's a wonderful feeling. Wow. And... As Stefan mentioned, he's having a positive impact on the other people there? I think so. Um, Eric seems to know all the, all the staff's name without even turning around. He just <laughs> seems to know their... He has this awareness of who they are by the way they walk or the size of their shadow or something. And the staff do talk to me as they come in each week. And um, So his determination is, is certainly rubbing off on the staff. And I think I haven't been privy to the conversations, but I'm sure that there's some people who arrive here in a quite a bad way, would relish having someone like Eric to talk to. Mm-hmm. So it's on two levels. It's the staff and the and the patients. And I hope that uh, Eric's songs make the radio and your listeners enjoy them. Thank you so much for joining us today, Scott. Thank you, Eric. It's been wonderful. And then finally, Eric, do you have any closing comments for us? I'd like to meet you in person if you want to do that. That would be lovely. Oh, I will be in Coalfield in two weeks. Awesome. But then I need to see you. Okay, well, we'll try to see if we can make that a reality. It will work. This is a ministry from Christ. And it will work. 
Thank you so much for sharing your story and your music with us today. You're welcome. God, thank you. It dawned on me what must be true. Sweet Jesus, what we did to you. We played our part and crucified our King. Working hard, hallelujah. Digging deep, hallelujah. Make your peace, hallelujah. With tears of the sacred heart. And I did get a chance to meet him. I stopped by while I was in the area, and he greeted me with a great big smile. He had so much enthusiasm, despite everything that he's going through. Had a chance to talk with some of the staff, and they said that he always brightens everyone's day. So it's just amazing that everything he's going through, he still has the peace that passes all understanding and is a blessing to those who are around him. From truth that cannot be ignored Well, what a special conversation that God pulled together at the last minute, as Eric Scadabo only had a general idea of Eric Ludwig's story before making that phone call. But the more he learned, the more he wanted to know. Special thanks to Carol and Scott Benton for bringing Eric Ludwig to our attention, and we're so glad we got a chance to talk with such a special person who's radiating the love of Jesus so brightly, even though he's in the final stages of MND. Eric Ludwig says... Can my suffering be used to help others? Yes, because it gives me a purpose. I can use my suffering to help others, especially here at the hospital with both the staff and the other patients. But, he adds, his suffering is insignificant compared to Jesus' sacrifice. We also want to say thank you to Eric's music therapist, Stephen Scoff, for joining us today and sharing Eric's heart through music. And thank you for joining us for Eric Ludwig's incredible story. Please keep him in your prayers as he continues his struggle with motor neuron disease. I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. Tears of the Sacred Heart Next time on The Story It was at that time that I realised that if I and a few others could creep around the front of a company, we could get behind this reservoir or water tank where the Japanese were dug in. But it was before we did that that uh, a Japanese sniper who was up on these mango trees must have... uh, realized that I was commanding the the company and um, tried to bum me off, but she failed to do. Join us for a special Anzac Day edition of The Story as World War II veteran from the British Army, Joe Mullings, shares his incredible story of how God saved his life. He had just come back from battle and took his helmet off to see the bullet holes that had just missed his head. That and other stories next time. The Story. Just another way vision is connecting faith to life.